Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, here in these early days of Lent, what are we doing? What we're doing is we are putting one layer upon another layer very finely and slowly, imperceptibly almost, we will rise and we will begin to be able to see further, to understand more as we build the foundation upon which we are standing. So each daily devotional is building and is building and is building. And as you begin to reflect, you begin to see God more deeply in your life more and more. One of the greatest challenges for all of us is to submit our will to God. Sometimes I think to myself, it's easy to give some of my stuff to God or to give up some of my bad habits, maybe. But to submit my will and to be able to say, God, your will be done in me and I'll put my will second to your will. That's difficult. That's difficult because our will is at the center of who we are. It's, It's part of our identity, isn't it? Well, we read a great story in the scripture where Peter comes to Jesus when Jesus is telling him what's going to happen. And Peter says, no, I'm not going to let that happen. Peter has trouble submitting his will. Now, he was frightened, as we'll see, but Peter has trouble submitting his will. Let's go to Mark's Gospel, chapter 8, verse 31, and it says this. Then he, that's Jesus, began to teach them that the Son of Man, that the Son of Man was away, Jesus referred to himself, Then he began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering, be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. And he said all this quite openly. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you're setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. He called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, if any, want, any, if any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their soul? and forfeit their life. It's just a fabulous passage of Scripture. So many things are happening here. Jesus says to them, listen, this is what's going to happen, he says to his apostles. Peter doesn't like what he has to say. And on the one hand, it's probably quite understandable that that Peter doesn't like it, because think about it. Here's Jesus who's come along. They've never met anyone like Jesus. He teaches with such authority. He brings their lives alive alive by the things that he says. They've seen him work incredible miracles. And now he's saying, I'm going to Jerusalem. The the elders and and leaders, they're going to capture me. They're going to kill me. And you're going to be without me. And Peter immediately backs up and he says, no way. He said, that's not going to happen, Jesus. Come on. Come on, Jesus. It doesn't need to happen. And Jesus swings around and Jesus says to him, get behind me, Satan. Now, when we understand who Satan is, Satan is the devil who is completely and utterly opposed to God. And so Jesus, in effect, is saying to Peter, don't be opposed to me. Uh, Do I think Jesus is calling him Satan? I, I don't think so. 
I think what he's saying is that the evil one is opposed to me. Don't do the things that the evil one wants to. Don't oppose me. See, one of the most difficult areas of our life to submit is our will. We can say to God, I'll give you my time, I'll give you my energy, I'll give you different things, but my will, my will is closest to the center of me. But when we're invited into relationship with God, when we're invited to make God the leader of our life, to put him in the driver's seat of our life, to be the one that we live for, we have to submit our will because God's ways of doing things are different than the ways that we do it. Look at, look at the scriptures. Um, and he says, if anyone to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. It's almost like Jesus turns things around and upside down and back to front. That, that his way of, 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 of calling us and what he asks of us is a completely new and different life. A new way of thinking, a new way of feeling almost that he's asking of us and requiring us. Lent is a time when we examine our life, examine our actions, examine our attitudes, and we ask the question, am I doing and am I being who God is calling me to be? Am I doing that? Am I in that place? And, and, and Lent is about the submission of our desires and will to God to say, God, your will be done in my life. Your ways be done in my life. What are you asking of me, Lord? And I will do what you call me to. It's this call to purity, this call to holiness. Now, when we think about that, that can all be done at the spiritual level and can be, but what does that mean practically? It is an examination of our life where we stop and we say, am I doing, am I being, am I acting in the ways that I know that I'm meant to? Lent is about the breaking down of that which is opposed to God or not within his will to submitting to his will. The truth is you meet most people and you say to them, what do you think you're meant to be doing? What do you think God is saying to you? Most people can tell you. They have a sense that there are directions and ways they're meant to be. They know. And so this Lent, as you continually move towards the greatest events in human history, the death and the resurrection of Jesus, begin to examine your conscience, that knowing place within you, where you stop and say, I'm doing God's will. Where is it that in your attitudes you're opposed to his will? Where if Jesus met you, he'd say, get behind me, come on. Don't think like that, because that's what God is calling us to, to this beautiful and powerful uh, sense of his presence and his will in our life. And it's, and it's on the other side of his will that we find peace and we find power that's way beyond what we currently have right now. Loving Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise because you're so abundantly good. Bless us today. Allow us to experience you today and to know your will and your ways today. And Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise because you are good. In Jesus' name we pray. Hey, God bless you all, everybody. Uh, now, if you've listened today and you think to yourself, well, uh, I'd like to reflect on that, or you want to even hear, read what other people's comments might be, if you go right under the video to the very bottom, you'll see that there's a place for comments that you can write. God bless you. Talk to you tomorrow. Don't forget, wherever you are, God's never, ever far from you.